3: games on the schedule no that doesn't stop us from talking football this is the pick and save wisconsin football coaches association show presented by raising the stakes fundraising and leadership development here are your hosts past wfca president tom swiddle and wssp high school insider big time mike McGiver.
2: Uh, welcome back to the Pick and Save WFCA Show. We are live, Sussex Hamilton, for the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association High School Football Combine, on Sports Radio 105.7 F the Fan. Mike McGivern alongside my co-host every uh, every other week that we do this. He's Tom Swiddle. We are now joined by a coach at uh, he's at uh, Michigan Tech. Your, your son's school, right? Yes, that's awesome. How, how, how long does it take you? We talked about this. Going to Green Bay, get a stop in. But if you go straight, about five, right? Five and a half. Five and a half. You get used to that, right? Oh, yes, you do. It's a beautiful part of the country. It is. Man, it, I except think when it snows. Thanks for it's sending that picture two weeks ago, by the way. Yeah. That that was awesome. <laughs> Phil Milbrath, he is the uh, Running Backs Coach Special Teams Coordinator. He was a Michigan Tech grad. And uh, Tom, in his notes, put an all-time great running
0: back there. Um, Coach, thanks a lot for coming in. How are you? I'm doing well, and thank you guys for having me on. And uh, I hope Tom is pretty uh, loose with the term on all-time great. I would say I had a (laughs) a good career there. but. I don't know about being an all-time great, but it's it, either way. It was a great experience for me, and, and Michigan Tech has always been good to me,
2: Coach. I know Tom's going to talk to you. This is your first year here, and he's going to yep. uh, at the combine. But give me your background a little bit. After you got done playing football, Michigan Tech, what, where did you go? And did you know you wanted to get in coaching right away?
0: Well, uh, uh, you know, I knew I wanted to stick into the, the sports background or college athletics in general. Um, that's what as I got my degree in sports management and stuck around to get my master's degree in business. Good for you. So as I was doing that, I stuck around and worked with the athletic department and was the graduate assistant in strength and conditioning for two years after I got done playing and went through and got my master's in business, as mentioned, and then uh, spent some time over at a small little private school, Finlandia University, right right across the canal from where Michigan Tech is and um, actually helped them start up a football program, which they still are doing or still running and then uh was the assistant athletic director there for about eight months before there was an opening back at michigan tech that i was able to kind of come back home so you, to speak you and, can, you can and get go back home. there that's right you can, so you definitely you can go home um
2: when when you get a chance to to recruit kids from the state of wisconsin and, and I know that that's uh, important to you. You have a number of kids from the state that, that play at uh, Michigan Tech. What is it about the kids from Wisconsin that you see um, that, that
0: makes you want to come into the state and recruit these kids? Well, first and foremost, right, being in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, we kind of have this unique location in Michigan. Yeah. right? So uh, most of the places in Wisconsin are actually going to be geographically closer than a lot sure. of the places we recruit in Michigan. So that's got to be a big starting point for us. The next part is... We know what Wisconsin high school football is, right? It's the type of football we want to play. It's going to be discipline, effort, toughness, right? You get an idea. You're in the Midwest, the upper Midwest along the Great Lakes region. You know what the weather's going to be. You know it's going to get cold at the end of the fall. You know that springs are going to be a little bit cold, and it's going to be hot in August when you start camp. So having that, uh, being that close geographically to Wisconsin, also having the connections we have in Wisconsin from former players at Michigan Tech that are in the coaching systems or school systems now along with, you know, other different industries and, and jobs throughout Wisconsin. Sure. Um, kind of makes it easy and makes it, makes it uh, you know, really something that as a staff we put an emphasis on is coming Very to Wisconsin to make for, sure that we're looking for student-athletes here. Viable for kids to make that decision to go to Michigan Tech. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I know part of your recruiting is, you know, to, to get into Michigan Tech. Yep. It's such a, you know. Top-notch engineering school. You have to have the academics, the right classes in high school. That has to make your your job a little tougher. Yeah, it
0: is, and it isn't. Um, it is because I just can't go find the best football players around the state of Wisconsin and recruit them. Uh, we have to be a little bit more selective because of our academic standard. And um, the kids we recruit, and ultimately that come up to Michigan Tech, understand the academic prestige and kind of the education that they're going to get. So, you know, those guys have their heads on straight. They see things big picture, so to speak, right? So they're not, the day that it becomes a challenge at Michigan Tech, they don't just uh, fold the book closed and pack her up and say, I can go somewhere easier because they know at the end of the day, you go through the hard academic rigor so that the reward at the end of the day is even better. So you have to be a little bit more selective, but you know the type of kid you're getting if they're taking care of their academics. We don't have to worry about those types of issues.
4: This is the kind of kid that goes to Michigan Tech, Mike. We went up to see TC play. It's Saturday afternoon. We took them out to eat. It's like five o'clock. We're leaving. All right, what are you doing tonight, TC? Oh, I got a calculus lab. I have to have it by midnight. I go, TC. It's it's Saturday night. Yeah, that's what you're going to be doing. I got to get it done.
2: Man, that's awesome. Hey, can I ask you as a parent? Yeah. You know, not as as Thomas Twitter, the coach, but a parent of a kid who goes there and made that decision where he wanted to go. He had he had some options where he wanted to go. What about Michigan Tech for you as a parent? Said, okay, that's a good place for
0: you.
4: Well, certainly, and you know being in education and and, you know being a running a guidance department all those years you know i i know the caliber of education that's at michigan tech and um i thought it would meet that need for tc as as you know he's going to be challenged there academically and he has been it's been a great fit for him that way um but I think the other thing that I liked about it for him was just sort of the community of Michigan Tech. I mean, I was just impressed by, you know, not just the coaches and, and the other players on the team that we met in the recruiting process, but I was impressed by the faculty, the staff, the you know, just the kids walking the class. I just thought it would be a great fit for him as well as he did.
2: Boy, that's, you know, you can't beat, uh, that's exactly what you need as far as a live endorsement from a parent of a really good kid that likes it there. Hey, I'm Phil, we're talking to Phil Milbreth. Again, he is a coach at Michigan Tech. He is the running backs coach, special teams coordinator. He graduated from Michigan Tech, so when he's talking to kids, he understands uh, the culture of what's going on on campus. Um, when you come
0: to something like this, first of all, this is the first time you've been here. It is. It is the first time that I've been down to this specific WFCA combine. Usually, our our spring ball coincides with this date. Right. Uh, fortunately, this year some things moved in the calendar and and we were able to make it down, a few guys of our staff, and it's it, it's incredible to see the amount of guys here and working hard against each other.
2: So do you as a staff then put a game plan together? You're going to be doing this, I'll take this, you take this, or do you guys just come in and observe and try to figure it out when you get here?
0: Well, honestly, to be, you know, there's a starting point, and that is, you know, we, we talk to the high school coaches. Uh, we talk to those involved in those types of communities and, and get an idea of who the kids are, not only academically, but... Um, you know, are they going to fit? What's their character like? What's it like to coach what's it like to teach them? And we get in contact with them and we'll start to go around to schools and visit them before this date. So, um, I, I guess I can speak for myself when I say this, I, I knew the kids I wanted to see and talk to when I got down here, but I also had a list of guys that I knew would be here that I didn't have a chance to talk to yet. Right. That I'm making sure to get around to and see a little bit. So, um... It's not so much just a shot in the dark, hoping to come find good athletes down here. You've already kind of got the contact point set with these guys, and then it's just kind of following through after you get the chance to see them move around a little so bit. So then
2: to, see, to be able to eyeball them and then shake their hand and yep. look them in the eye That's right. and ask them, hey, how are you doing, a question or two, what are you looking for? As a coach, what in that part of the process, and I want some of our parents and kids that are listening to the show to understand what a guy from Michigan Tech, when you're at a place like this and you now are able to shake a kid's hand that maybe you haven't met, what are you looking for?
0: Well, you know, and I actually I touched on this earlier this week while visiting some kids in school. I said, you know, it's pretty easy for me to send a text message or make a phone call, and it's easy for you right to send a test me- text message or a phone call back but it is important for us as a staff to get out and meet these individuals yeah. in person not only just to see them with their own eyeballs but is he going to give you the eye contact that you desire when you're meeting with him? Is right. he interested? Is he engaged? Is he asking good questions? That kind of stuff you can't read through a text message, yeah. right? So it's important to see the character, right? Are, are they going to be a coachable type of person? Are they going to give you the respect, are, you know, the same way you're going to respect them? So ultimately getting to see them in person gives us a far more, a far better evaluation than them telling me what they ran in the forward or how many times they could hit the bench press.
2: You know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And you'll walk away from kids and yeah. take them off
0: your list after that. That. I certainly will yeah if if i walk into a school and um the coach has recommended that 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 kid and i go in and talk to him and i feel like you know what i wasted that kid's time uh, he wasn't interested, you know. He had other things to do. Look at his phone. Look at the desk. Things like that. Well, I'm trying to have a, and really an adult conversation with him. Um, you know what? He, he's probably not going to be for the Michigan Tech locker room or Michigan Tech culture. Man, pr- thank you for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm an old guy, and I, you're trying
2: to tell these coach, t- tell these players yeah. this, and they look at me and roll their eyes like yeah. I'm hot. You know no, what? No. You have no idea, coach. And I'm and I'm trying to tell these kids there's there's 15 other six one point guards they're looking at. You know what? Similar grade points. That's right. Similar. You know what? The style of play. And and you're looking down. You're looking at your phone, and you're laughing and talking to your girlfriend. They they, they walk
0: out the door. They cross you off, and they go across town and look for the next. That's kid. that's yeah. exactly what it is too. It's um, you know, and I, and I would be hard pressed to say that we are not the only school that goes through that in the recruiting uh, oh, process. Everybody, yeah. you know, they got to be character guys, or you know, like I said, you can be a good football player. Right, but we need guys that are more than just good football yeah. players. So,
4: coach, we've only got about one minute sure. left. Uh, talk briefly about the GLIAC Conference. Well, the know?
0: GLIAC Conference is a very competitive conference, top to bottom. Um, GLIAC, Great Lakes, you know, intercollegiate athletics. So most of the schools come from Michigan, right? One school, Ashland, is in Ohio. Like I mentioned, very competitive. There's not a week where you look at the schedule and say hope oh, we can take it easy this week or you can back I mean, on the game speaking, plan
4: considered the top Division II competition. Yeah, a lot of
0: people would say that it is top to bottom, very good uh, NFL talent every year. Um like I mentioned though, it's every single week you don't know what you're going to get. Any team can beat any team, top to bottom, everybody's a quality football player. Um and I think that you know in the last 15-20 years kids from around the Great Lakes region have really embraced Division 2 football at that level because they know how quality is. Boy, that's good stuff.
2: Hey, Coach, thank you
0: very much. Absolutely, it's thank really you guys. nice
2: to meet you, and, and thanks for coming down and yep. and take care of Swiddles, boy. Will Absolutely, you, you know he, yeah. he
0: he's a great kid, and and I know a lot of the guys in the locker room love that guy, so we'll, we'll make sure we take care of him.
2: Now let's make sure some of the girls know he's on. Just, <laughs> just, if he's got sw- if he's got Swiddles good looks, we got hey. we got a problem. That's right. I think we got I, you a know, problem. I think Dad
0: doesn't know about. It, he might have a problem already. Yeah, so that's all right. You know what? Well, exactly you let right. us know. Yeah. Hey,
2: let's get to a break. Other side of the break, John Kelly. He is uh, the parent of Johnny, who is the uh, quarterback, Washington North, a former Pick and Save student athlete of the week. Had a chance to meet him before, and we're going to talk to him. He's got a a young man who's a top-rated quarterback in the state and being recruited by big schools. We're going to talk about the parent side of that with him on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes, fundraising, leadership, development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. We are live. Sussex-Hamilton for the, this year's WFCA Combine. You know, it is open to the public. So if you want to come out, the uh, running backs, linebackers are going through right now. Uh, it's a beautiful facility. You get a chance to see some some college coaches walking around, checking out our, our Wisconsin high school football players. And uh, it's just a really well-run uh, combine. I'll tell you that my co-host uh, is Tom Swiddle, uh, past president WFCA, WFC Hall of Fame member. Our special guest for this segment, he is John Keller. He's a parent of Johnny Keller, who's a quarterback at Wakshaw North, uh, former Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and I uh, just uh, I pulled up the picture and and. Uh, John said, boy, Johnny's even taller than he was in that picture. And that was, yeah. what, five, six months ago. He, he's grown like a weed.
1: He is growing like a weed, and he eats a lot, ask my wife. <laughs>
2: and Pick and Save thanks you for that. They, by the way. Do. they say, funny. Johnny, keep eating. Man, no problem, you keep eating. So it's good to see you again. And please say hi. He's uh, 100% healthy, feeling he, good? Yeah, he's doing great. He's been working really hard.
1: Uh, as a four-sport athlete, you're involved with a lot of different things, with training and uh Long days, and he's really learned how to manage that as he's gotten older. And um, I think he's ready to come out here later this afternoon and show some of his skills. So this yeah. is a great event. We appreciate everyone that gets involved.
2: Hey, um, and he's been out. He was here last year. No, he no, did this not is come first year. year. Correct. You know what? So he understands the importance with with these college coaches. What did? You, what level are, are colleges uh, looking at him at this point? Are yeah, there I, Division one, Division two?
1: Yeah, we. He's had a. a a, a spattering of different levels uh, having interest in him. Um, recently, he's had an opportunity to go visit at Michigan State. Okay. Um, Wisconsin has at least been in contact with him. He went to Iowa State earlier uh, last summer or last fall, excuse me, for a visit. But he's had you know a lot a lot of different levels reaching out to him. And uh, quarterbacks a, a grueling process, and so well, he's working his way through
2: it. Waukesha North has a kid from uh, at Iowa State. That uh, yes, correct that Will that, McDonald. Yeah. He's the only kid in the history of my show that fell asleep on the couch during the show. And the, you know what? And Matt Harrison, it then surprised me, The kid fell asleep everywhere. He literally, in the middle of the show, he wasn't on. I had him on the couch waiting. He fell asleep. He's snoring. It was awesome. And yeah. just that's how relaxed this kid yeah. was yeah. To, to, to do this. Hey, Tom, during this combine, when when a kid at this level who is is getting some interest at, at high-level Division One, when he comes out, to a, to a combine like this how important is it for him to, to, to certainly to perform and then show these other guys you know what even a guy that at this level is taking this pretty seriously
4: yeah well first of all johnny's on everybody's radar i mean he truly is one of the top quarterbacks in our state um and i think the combine and we do something a little different with the quarterbacks because we let them throw jeff tricky comes out here and he puts through the the quarterbacks and the tight ends will be with them and they're gonna go through some throwing drills and stuff. So it's uh, Johnny's and the other quarterbacks are gonna have an opportunity to perform, if you will, for do, the college. Do you coaches. know how many
2: quarterbacks are coming today? I don't know. But yeah. I,
4: I I wouldn't doubt it's in the thirty to forty range perhaps. I don't I don't really know. But um, anyway, so not only will Johnny be able to flash his athletic ability with the 40 and the verticals and the broad jump and everything else that they're doing, but the quarterbacks are going to have an opportunity to throw. And that's where Johnny's going to blow people away because he can throw. Hey,
2: John, um, how has this been the recruiting part for you and your wife? You know, we ask the kids a lot, and there are kids that really enjoy it. There are other kids that think it's a grind, and they just want to make their decision to get done with it. But as parents, how has this been for you guys?
1: Well, I I think the biggest thing that we had to focus on is learning what the football recruiting process really was ourselves. Uh, Not having a a son that's gone through it before, you really don't know. Um, But the reality of it is uh, college coaches don't talk to parents. They want to talk to the players. They want to talk to the head football coach. So Matt Harris has been a, a wonderful mentor helping Johnny and, and us figure out the process. So my job is to be Uber driver, get him right. where he needs to be, and make sure that he's you know understands but, what it is. But,
2: you know, as a parent in time, you would attest to this as a coach and a parent this stuff trickles down if he starts feeling if johnny starts feeling a lot of pressure and a grind because his phone's always ringing he's getting a lot of this and a lot of text messages that trickles down to that family unit and and so you know it gets to, to to you guys as well so far so good for him
1: yeah he's he's uh He's had some ups and downs, you know. He he pays attention. He's got teammates that he's played with that have had opportunities and are moving forward. He sees people that he's played against, since you know, basketball and other sports yeah. getting opportunities, which just shows Wisconsin's got a lot of good players. But the reality of it is, it's a process, and if you're willing to embrace the process and control what you can control, you know, be cordial, yeah. you know, be prepared to respond to questions, um, train the way you're supposed to train, it'll happen. And I think it took him a little while to get there, but he understands that now, and he he's in a really good spot mentally and physically.
4: You know, Johnny had some some mentoring going on with his sisters, who are you know basketball college oh, yeah. scholarship basketball players, and uh, you know, so he has probably a little bit better idea of the recruiting just from watching what went on with his sisters. Like my son, you know, his sure his sister got a scholarship for for soccer, so he kind of understands it a little bit. I'm sure Johnny does too.
1: He learned from that. Uh, basketball and football are a little bit different, um, but he definitely learned from their experiences, and I think that they visit about that from time to time, and uh, it's all healthy.
2: Excuse me. John, if he could close his eyes and say, look, this is if I could pick any school in the country, this is where I'd like to go, does, it, does he have that in his head? Like, you know, for basketball players, everybody wants to go to Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, sure. you know, one of those schools, Wisconsin. Um, does he have that, do you think?
1: You know, he hasn't come out and said any specific school to me, you know, I want to go here. I I think because of his experiences and watching his sisters go through it, he knows that you have to evaluate everything. You know, what does a school have as, as an academic opportunity? Because the reality of it is you got maybe four more years to play or be at least on a team, and then you got to go get a real job. So the academic piece, he's a good student, and what he wants to go into is accounting and engineering type stuff is what he shared with me. So he looks at that. He looks at the football program itself, and he's doing his homework because the Internet allows you to do so much now. You bet. And so he hasn't come out and said anything, and I asked him the other day, I said, do you have any preconceived ideas on what you'd like to do? He says, I want to find a place that feels right and fits, and I think I have to let this process happen before I can dive in any deeper.
2: You know, Joe Cook, before we were um, co-hosts, he was my co-host, and and he would tell kids, you know what, pick that school that if the first day you, you, uh, you, 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 you break your ankle, that you're going to want to stay at that school because the school is a great fit for you. It offers what you want to go to school. You're comfortable there. And if you get a chance to play football as well, you know what, play football. That's awesome to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, he's such a good kid. What a good, big smile. when. And we had co, co-winners, um, him and the receiver. Yeah, in, And And can I tell you uh, – I have to tell you this too because I always wanted to know what my kid was like when he couldn't smell my cologne, right? I'm not in the building, I'm not around the corner. I and I told Matt Harris this. I still get people talking about those two. And so the fact that they were they came in, they, they had some fun, they were very comfortable, nice young men, look you right in the eye, shook my hand, said thanks for having us type stuff, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal, so I'm telling people over and over again about these two kids from Wakshaw North, and 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 how these are young student athletes that are younger. They're juniors when they want it, and yet you know they're so mature and had a good time with it, and they're gonna you know make their parents proud, and that's what they did. So you should be really happy with that.
1: Well, that that, that means a lot to me. It means a lot more than any touchdown he may throw or three-pointer he may hit. Because...
2: Well, not three-pointer. I mean football. Yeah, that's well, whatever. You know what but, I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I know that. I'm just
1: kidding. I appreciate those comments thank you hey um
2: tom when when he goes through and and now he sees obviously football is 12 months for the most part now as basketball can be as well but when it once august comes does it does a guy like johnny does he now want to put off making decisions or does he is is he going to be able to multitask into leading his team as far as they can go in a really difficult football conference get try to make the playoffs and still being able to then say, okay, we're going to take a visit here on Saturday. We're going to do this. What What do you think the pro- the best process for him is?
4: Well, I think any opportunity that Johnny has in the fall to visit uh, a school, especially on game day, yeah. um, you know, take advantage of that, and and certainly. But you're right. It's it's you got to balance that. You, you you have to you know when, especially at the position that Johnny plays, quarterback. You have to be the man. And you know, so you can't let the recruiting and all that get in the, the way of the things that you have to do as a quarterback. But uh, and who knows, still, to, and get by, your grades done. Oh, you know, yeah. get, oh, your, yeah. get your get your. Maybe by August, though, Johnny's made up his mind. He's decided where he's going, and and uh, you know that's that
2: would be great also. John, how are you game day? You get nervous? Not
1: anymore. No. I was a little nervous when he was a sophomore because he was a skinny, slow kid that was getting <laughs> chased by a lot of big guys. Yeah, in that conference. But, but he learned quickly when to slide and when to throw it out of bounds. And, uh, and But now I, I really enjoy going to watch the game, and, and not just him, but all of his friends and his peers. Yeah. And the coaches do a great job getting them ready. So I, like, hate to
2: do, I hate to do this to you, but this is the year of last for you, right? It is. This is the last time they're going to play yep. South. Last time they're going to play Muskego. And... Uh, I, I, Tom was through that, and I coached my son. He coached his son during those times, so that was a little bit easier for us because we had all these kids we had to worry about as well. Um, enjoy this. Take snapshots of all of this, John, because it, it this is as good as it gets. He ends up at Wisconsin. Ends up at Michigan State. It could be. It could get way better. But you know what? Sometimes high school is as good as it gets. These are kids he grew up with. He goes to class with. They walk down the hall together. Um, enjoy. Take snapshots in your mind at every one of these games. Will do. Yeah, it's good to see you. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, say hi to him for me. I if I'm him. not here when he gets here, tell him I'm a big fan. I'm hoping that we, we haven't had back-to-back winners of the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week very often. Keep up the grades. You let them know I'll come. If the grades drop, I'm taking my plaque back, by the way. <laughs> I'm taking it plaque. It's good to see you again. Thank you, guys. Let's, I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. We'll get mad. you a break. Uh, Travis Wilson is going to join us. He is an expert on everything Wisconsin football related, and we'll talk to him on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save a High School Football Coaches Show. That's not it, is it? It's the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising Leadership Development. We're live at Sussex Hamilton for the WFCA Combine. Boy, it's going really, really well. We're now joined by Travis Wilson. Travis, how you been? Good. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah. Life, family's good. Life's good. Life's good. Yeah, yeah? It's a good place to be on a Saturday right here. It is. Indoors. Indoors. Especially. No doubt. Hey, Travis, we, we've been talking to uh, we talked to Tony and John D'Amato and, and Tony McCutton from Next Level. You know, the, this was started, I think, five or six years ago, and, and where it's come to... Uh, as far as the 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 state of Wisconsin and the way you guys run this and you put this together, it's just second to none. At least throughout the, the Midwest, from all the college coaches that we talked to, you got to be really proud of of the way this combine is, has gotten uh, got, gotten to the point that it is right now.
3: Absolutely, uh, you know, when Tony Biola was kind of the driving force behind getting things going again with the combine uh, for the WFCA, when we started. Five, six years ago, the first one was at Arrowhead High School. We had 120 kids. We thought that was great. And to see what it's grown into now with almost 600 kids participating, uh, 75 to 100 college coaches, there's 23 Division One coaches here today watching these kids. And keep in mind that FBS schools like Wisconsin, Northern Illinois, Minnesota are, are not allowed to attend by NCAA rules. It's Im- incredibly impressive, and I don't know that we really thought this is what it would turn into, to be quite honest with you.
4: Well, we certainly hoped it would be, but you're right. We had no inclination that it would grow in the manner in which it has grown.
3: Yeah, and again, it's 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 very impressive the way it has grown. Uh, having it here at Sussex Hamilton, I think, has been a a great fit, obviously. You can have it indoors for days like today oh, when, when weather isn't going to be right. great. We have to have it in a climate-controlled environment, and this is a perfect situation for it. The, uh, the Next Level guys and Brad Arnett, the professionalism that they bring, the Validity that they bring to what they're posting, what their numbers are, etc. Um, it, it's just all come together in a in a real special way. And you mentioned, Mike, the college coaches talking to a lot of them, the ones that are out of state. They they don't have anything like this, and they are so appreciative of having this opportunity to come out and see all these kids in person, uh, see them move, yeah. see you know them test, and uh, it's just a great day for everyone involved.
4: Well, you, look at look at all the people. You know, we have a little. Portion of the, yeah, the area. of viewing Dauffer, area. Yeah. Viewing area. And it's just packed with parents and family members, you know, watching. It's just a great great day.
2: What's interesting, Travis, and we've had this conversation um, with the two college coaches that we had, they said, look, we can we can get tweets back and forth to these guys. We can we can look at their numbers as much as we want, but that whole eyeball test and that, that chance to shake their hand, look them in the eye, see that if the, the interest level that they have in us, the same as we have in them, is really key to this whole thing.
3: And you mentioned the movement and seeing kids in person. That is a huge thing for these guys. A lot of them have seen kids on tape they've seen them uh you know in in that kind of situation but they want to see a kid here today they want to see what his frame looks like if he can add weight if he's got thin hips if he's got thin shoulders or if it looks like he can handle additional weight that would be needed at the college level they want to see them move they want to see them bend in the l drill in the pro shuttle especially Um, they want to see those kinds of things that they can't tell in other environments and again to be able to do that with all of these kids here today not having to make 10 15 20 stops around the state of wisconsin to see the kids that they want to see it's just a great situation and and, and that's why we have almost 100 college coaches here today
2: yeah it's it's incredible the cool part for me too and and tom and i had this conversation you know these kids compete against each other on friday nights right sometimes on thursday nights come playoff time so they they you know they they put on a different uniform and they feel like okay that's who I compete against I don't like that kid and now they're standing next to him they're laughing and they're slapping five and they're encouraging each other to do well and so similar to the All Star Game Tom where these kids get a chance to meet kids they compete with and realize that they they've become pretty good friends this this combine gives these kids an opportunity to do that as well
4: oh I guarantee there are individuals here who have exchanged uh, phone numbers and twitter handles or whatever you know they're going to keep up with each other and are going to uh, certainly look with interest how their season is going
2: next fall hey travis before we get to a break um it was voted uh, the football only conferences got unanimous vote um, I, I've talked about this a lot, and I would love your opinion on it. I think the template of the WFCA working together with the WIAA is something that other sports are now going to look at. Guys in basketball have looked at it and said, look, instead of going against the WIAA, going around them, trying to go over them, trying to go through them, maybe the best way to do is get at the table and, 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 and try to work together with them. And I certainly give you guys a ton of credit for getting that done.
3: Well, look, Wade Lebecki will tell you that the work that the uh, WFCA did was unprecedented. Dan Brunner, Tom, you've been around for a long time. You know that uh, that relationship between the WFCA and the WIA, not that it's been bad, but it is better now than it has ever been. And this process has been a big part of that. Um, you know, it it was a, a challenging process at times. Uh, But it has turned out very well, and it will be a template that you could see in other sports, uh, whether it's just that cooperative aspect or the idea of sport-specific conferences. If this works well, I I think there is an anticipation that this could be broached by other coaching groups, and you could see sport-specific conferences in other sports as well.
2: Travis, so my circles of guys I run with are a lot of basketball guys. And I can tell you that the amount of conversations that – has been had and most of it is the cooperation part of it it's like look we we need to learn something you know, we thought we were smarter than some of these football coaches, but maybe not. You know, look at what they've done as far as putting this thing together and and the direction and how much they they did it together rather than apart is something that we have to learn by. And, and, and again, and Doug Sarver has, has been, you know, spearheading this thing, and you got to give this guy a lot of credit for, for getting this over the finish line.
4: Yeah, you know, I've watched for many years – Different presidents of of the association, and I think what what Doug did with this football-only conference initiative um, is is right up there with anything that any president has ever done um, while in office for the WFCA. I mean, what a what a tremendous uh, accomplishment to get that thing done.
3: And there was there was some uncertainty about what was going to happen, right? I mean, when when this process started. We weren't sure how it was going to go, how it was going to be received. You know, the the feedback that you would get. Uh, conference realignment, as we know, is a very contentious process. Oh, man. It can bring out, uh, you know, some pretty... Uh, it brings out the worst in people. It, it does, <laughs> it quite does. honestly, it yes. It does. Um, and, and so <laughs> there was that possibility that this could have been a a real negative experience. But the way that Doug has manna- uh, managed everything, the way that Wade LeBecky has been involved as well from the WIA level, uh, certainly there's schools that... You know aren't happy with how they were placed and you understand that yep. and we've worked through that we've we've tried to find solutions and gone through a lot of different options um, but overall i mean to have 95 percent support rate uh that's amazing it's amazing it, you, i've i've been through i've watched a lot of realignment processes that big one in southeast wisconsin that sure. you guys know very well the one in northeast wisconsin a few years ago western wisconsin has tried to do it for a number of years you never get that level of support right And so to have that from a statewide level is is just amazing.
2: Yeah, it is. Our special guest, and he's going to stay with us one more segment, he is Travis Wilson with sports.net. is an expert on all Wisconsin high school football. That's what uh, what I'm told, an expert. I agree with that, Travis, by the way. I I love your stuff. I can't get enough of it. And uh, he does as good a job as anybody in the country when it comes to covering high school sports. Again, he is Travis Wilson. This is the Pick and Safe Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
0: I feel that you smell that fresh cut grass. I'm
4: back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads.
0: Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for.
2: Welcome back to the Pick and Say Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. We are live at Sussex Hamilton. WFCA Combine. Perfect song, Mitch. Well done, well played. Boys of Fall. It's not fall. I mean, it might be when we get outside if the snow comes the way they, they think it will, but. This, uh, this thing is going great. Uh, the Combine, uh, running backs, I think linebackers are going right now. And uh, quarterbacks, pretty boys coming up uh, later and they get uh, they get to sleep in a little bit. We're joined by Travis Wilson. He is uh, with sports.net and uh, he, co- he covers high school football around the state of Wisconsin. Uh, as good as anybody in the country. Hey, Travis, when... Uh, when you get done with, with, with this and all these kids go through this and, and get their numbers and things like that, how do you, what is the attitude, do you think, of these kids now compared to when we first started this and you guys first started this? Do you think they understand the importance a little bit more from the kids that have done it in the past?
3: They do, and, and you can see the way that this has, uh, has changed and, and grown over the years that kids are getting ready for this now. They are doing prep. Some of them go to Next Level with Brad Arnett yeah. and, and take uh, courses to get ready for this. Some of them just do it at their high school, and they, they try it out because the L drill, the short shuttle especially, those are kinds of things that if you have practiced them, or even in the 40, yeah. getting in a good stance, an explosion, um, there, there if you work a, on those things, there's it, it can really, to the 40. Yeah, you can you can really improve your time. And so you can tell the kids that have prepared and have have done these things and the ones that have just kind of shown up here and are just giving it a go.
2: Yeah, I, Tom, you you agree with that?
4: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Travis and I were talking earlier today, you know, watching some of the drills. You can tell those individuals who haven't done it before. You know, it's just so obvious if you know how they struggle to get through the three cone drill, for instance. So now, now, Travis, you know, you've got your eyeballs out there on everybody. Who who have you seen today? That it uh, might be the first time you've seen them. Somebody who's uh, highly recruited. Somebody who's Uh, you know highly thought of by colleges who have you seen today that you think is has really helped themselves
3: well I I have to mention this kid uh, Jack Nelson from Stoughton he's committed to Wisconsin he's been committed to Wisconsin for uh, almost a year now but what he did today was incredibly impressive he's six foot seven 280 pounds probably all-state kid from last year came out here he's already committed to Wisconsin he doesn't have a, a, a recruiting benefit that he's getting today, but it's it's outstanding to see kids come out and compete.
2: Too great, yeah.
3: At the pro shuttle, that's a 5'10'5 shuttle, he ran 4.19. Wow. That would have been the third fastest time of any kid at the combine last year. That, And he's 6'7, 280 yeah. pounds in bending and moving like that. Uh, I just looked it up. There was no NFL player this year, no offensive lineman at the NFL combine that ran under 4.4 in the uh shuttle what he, six wow. seven I, I can't believe what he, he did
2: and he will be an offensive lineman at wisconsin he'll
3: be a tackle uh probably a left tackle he'll be a very good one i saw him live twice last year he is uh the best offensive lineman i have seen live in wisconsin in quite a while no i did not get to see uh, uh, ben bradison or cole van lanon when right. they were in high school live but live and up close man he, the, the tape doesn't lie the numbers don't lie uh, what you see in in person in the eye test doesn't lie. He looked at, at a completely different level here today than everybody else. When you're six seven, 280 pounds, you know you're going to look different. Yeah. You
2: know, I you got to give the kid a lot of credit. He could have slept in today, and said, "Look, I don't. This isn't anything I need. I've already got my deal done." But for a kid to come and want to compete and see all the work now he's done how it's paid off i would think that the coaching staff at wisconsin going to be really pleased to hear that he was here and working hard
3: again you like to see kids compete i mean there's nothing that they're doing today that is any different more strenuous more possibility for injury than what they might be doing at home when they're doing speed and agility and lifting and everything else so i mean the injury risk is is not any different than any other day right so you love seeing kids like that get out here and and compete um just impressive what he did
2: so you talked about about him as an individual player. How about teams, Travis? You know, um, are there teams right now that you're thinking, you know, got a chance next year uh, to, you know, you can start with Kimberly and, and, and Homestead and some of those teams. There's been some coaches changes like at Brookfield Central, but are there some teams as you start to put together your list uh, for, for the upcoming season, who are some of the teams that, you, that uh, we need to pay attention for?
3: Well, funny you should mention that. I'm going to be working on spring football rankings, team rankings here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so you can check that out at Wisports.net. But uh, it's a lot of the same teams. Kimberly is going to be really, really good. They were pretty young last year and still made it to the state title game for a sixth straight year. Muskego is still going to be very, very good. They've got some really talented kids coming back. They had a couple linemen here today that are are real good they have some skill kids coming later today that are real good uh franklin is going to be very good as well again bayport had a lot of underclassmen especially on defense it's going to be a lot of those same teams yeah and and that's not uh by accident it's not by accident that steve jones has kimberly performing at a high level over and over lewis brown at franklin uh ken krause at, at muskego i mean coaching matters you you know uh so well coach uh coaching matters at the high school level. It does. And the the guys that get the kids invested in the off season, this is when they're winning those games. You know, they're they're invested in what they're doing throughout the year and uh, that's why it's going to be the same teams over and over a lot
4: yeah and uh, it's always interesting to to see how it plays out though in the end i mean you can certainly make predictions and based on last year's performance and who's coming back but you still have to play the season and there's probably going to be somebody that's going to surprise and like where did they come from
2: sure you know well you guys know uh, obviously how important this is because doug sarver and dan brunner are standing over here and Boy, did, yeah, it must be an important uh, WFCA event if those two guys are standing there. Yeah. Well,
3: it, it can't be that important. They're not sitting on a golf cart. Yeah,
2: <laughs> man, well, yeah. Dan had to bring the pizza. He, so. he, you know what? Hopefully he brought uh, brought good pizza. Hey, this uh, uh, this combine is incredible, Travis. So congratulations uh, to you and to Tom and Dan and Doug. And everybody, t- Tony Biola does a great job, John Demata for hosting this thing. Uh, this has been a really quick 2 hours. time. Thanks for putting this this show together for us because it uh, learned a lot, you know, learned a lot. So thank you so much. It's good to see you, Travis. Uh, you're gonna, your days are gonna get longer here real quick.
3: They will. There's a lot going on. There's never an off season anymore. Nope.
2: So. Wisports.net Again, Travis Wilson is as good as they get. Thanks a lot for listening, Tom. It's good to see you. I'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks. You bet. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented as always by our friends at Raising the Stakes Fundraising Leadership Development. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.